my sweet friends. I feel so fortunate that you're joining me for season two of the Failing Awesomely podcast. My hope is that you can find encouragement while listening to my personal stories of overcoming life's obstacles, whether you're chasing big dreams or just trying to make it through the day as a mama of little ones. I'm excited to bring my friends along to inspire you with their stories as well. Let's empower one another to stop selling ourselves short, stop the negative self-talk, and focus on what makes us awesome, because we all are. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and it's time we start believing that. Friends, welcome to the Failing Awesomely podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Garcia, and I'm so blessed that you're joining me today wherever you're listening. I would love to connect with you, whether on Instagram or email. I have all my information in the show notes and would like to hear what you think of the episode or if you have any questions or anything like that message me. I'm an open book and I I love to share my stories, my life with you. I would just love that. And I'm sorry I sound congested. I am getting over a little bit of a cold. My son's got sick and sure enough, it passed on to mama as you know, it always does for those of you mothers listening. You know you're going to get the cold, at least some form of it. So I apologize for the way my voice sounds for this intro. But it sounds a lot better in the interview, so you won't have to hear me speak like this for too long. (laughs) This week, I had the opportunity, though, to interview Michelle Williams, who is the author of SOS, Living Life Directed by God. And her husband, Drew, joined us, too, for a great conversation about how Jesus rescues us in our lowest moments. We also discussed the details of her devotional and what inspired her to write it and what the process was like to write and get a book published. You know, this conversation, it really made me think of all the moments that God showed up in my life to rescue me. He rescued me from a self-serving, destructive life in the music business. He rescued me from depression. He rescued me from alcoholism. And he rescued and he healed me from cancer. His never-ending love and care has given me a life not without suffering, but with an abundance of blessings that came from suffering. He has and always will use everything for his good if we let him, if we just give him control over our lives, if we simply give our hearts to Christ You cannot begin to imagine what he will do and how he will show up for you. I I truly, truly hope you enjoy Michelle and Drew's story. And if you're interested in purchasing her devotional, the link will be in the show notes. Please give a warm welcome to Michelle and Drew. Say what you want, all I hear is Michelle and Drew, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I, I, yes, I'm just, I'm so happy that you decided to do this. Uh, Before we started recording, Michelle, I told you that when I saw that you came out with a book, my heart just 
filled with uh, just so pride, really. Um, I'm just so proud of you for, for doing this, letting God lead you to create this book. It's SOS, Living Life Directed by God, a devotional prayer journal. So right off the bat, if you could tell our listeners a little bit about both of you and how God led you to create this book. Okay. Um, So over the past couple of years, God has really revealed himself to me through scripture and also through personal experiences that I experienced. Um, And so I just, I was writing down what God would show me through scripture and through personal experiences, and I wasn't doing anything with it. And um, I, I needed to do something with it. And God has called us to be faithful stewards and use the gifts that he's blessed us with, you know, for his glory. So I just took a chance, a step of faith and just, um, you know, just started writing this book. And by the grace of God, um, it's already published. That's amazing. So when did it release? Um, It actually released, I think, December of last year. But it wasn't, yeah. They had to go through the whole publication process and and printing out everything and just the little details. Yeah. (laughs) They had to talk to Michelle about exactly what she wanted where she wanted it, you know, the kind of font. Um, yeah, it had different steps. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure it's been a fun process, but once you yeah. get into the nitty gritty of all the fine details, it just gets, you know, nitpicky almost, but it finally came out. So the book is available for anybody to purchase. I know you said Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Is there any other place people can get it? You can actually just Google the name and it'll just pop up. There's actually some cheaper options available. Yeah. Um, nice. I haven't I'm familiar with those websites, but there are cheaper options. Wonderful. So tell <laughs> us a little bit about the book. If someone was going to be purchasing your prayer devotional, what would they find and what would they get out of it? So the actor, or so the Morse, the International Call for Help SOS is being used as an acronym in this book to show um, the readers that Jesus is our rescue in any situation we may experience. So this, there's 11 devotionals in this book. Um, some examples are um, just if you don't know your identity, um, the SOS for that book would be source of significance. So it just, um, it's being used as an acronym and it's specific to each devotional in this book um, as to the message that it um, relates to, if that makes any sense. Um, We have one that is about surrender, um, discipline, guidance. And so the SOS in that book is specific to the devotional. I may be repeating myself. No, that's perfect. Now we just blended together her ideas um, and we wanted to to make it visual to mm-hmm. to the reader. Um, so that's why she she asked me to help along. I, I dabble in in art a little bit. Um, He's really good. He helped with the illustrations. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Originally, but then you know, once we got in the publication <laughs> process, you know, we had to get a professional to. <laughs> To complete it yeah um, but that was okay they, they took our ideas and um I guess cleaned them up a little bit yeah that's so awesome 
So how I, you were God led to write this book. You've been writing stuff down over the year, as you said, what kind of things was God revealing to you? What things were you writing down and you, you just were kind of holding on to holding back from actually writing this book? So God used, so I, and I'm going to get really real. Um, so I experienced a time, there was a time in my life where I drifted away from Christ and I wasn't, you know, being fed the word of God daily. I wasn't surrounding myself with people who were in the church and in the word. So I wasn't being fed, you know, um, the word of God. I wasn't surrounding myself with people who uplifted me in Christ. And so God led me, you know, back to him through certain people, such as my friend that we just mentioned and through um, other people. Um, And then I just started having more hunger for God and started just reading the word more. And um, that's when he really opened my eyes to see him as who he is. And it was just like looking at a mirror, but I was like filthy. So it was just like really convicting as I would search the scripture more. I was just realizing that I wasn't, I wasn't living a life that mirrored Christ, but you know, it was just, it led me back to him. Mm -hmm. I love that. God is our redeemer. And so he took, he spoke to me different ways. Um, and that's what kind of, you know, made the message of the each devotional. He spoke to me different ways and, um, you know, talking about um, him being our redemption. And so that just led me, um, I would, you know, read scripture and then I would tell Drew, you know, hey, this is what I'm seeing. Can you please draw this out? It was difficult at times, but she would give me a, a general idea of how she wanted an illustration to be shown to people. Yeah. And we would kind of play around, you know, trial and error and see what kind of worked. Yeah. And um, yeah, and the, the end product was the book. And so like one of our illustrations um, is a pawn shop. And that's just, you know, because it has to do with an exchange. Like when you go into a pawn shop, you exchange something for something else. And that's how Christ. Um, that's what Christ did to us. He redeems each of us. Absolutely. um, Devotionals that I have, but, um, and then we have another one that's, um, the cross tower. So Jesus is our, and the SOS for this page is Jesus is your shelter of safety and your shadow of security. He is your shield over Satan. And so God would just like speak to me through, um, scripture of, you know, how he is our shelter. Is Is that good? Yes. I see. I'll be the van of light. <laughs> that is really, really cool. So it's and, through, and that I think that's so awesome that you guys worked on this together through your vision, Michelle, and your your work, your artwork, Drew. You were able to create this image imagery, and uh, throughout the book in devotionals, which is so cool. So, what are can you share with us some of the prompts? that people would get to see? Cause I know it's kind of a, a jur- you can journal throughout the book too is right. Yeah, you can, um, go ahead. You want us to show you some pages? Or- yeah, I would love to. Okay. We can kind of give like a really good visual with our words <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what people, of what people can expect. Okay. So I guess for so the first devotional, it talks about how, you know, an SOS is a signal or call for help. Jesus is rescuing us one by one as we call out to him for help. He alone is the thirst we long for, and he alone is what our body craves and hungers for. And an SOS is also a means of rescue, rescue and lifeboats. And it's got a picture of a girl in a lifeboat being rescued by a captain, which is um, 
supposed to be Jesus. Um, so rescue and lifeboats are symbolic of how Jesus throws each of us a lifeline to rescue us. So this book uses the acronym SOS to explain how Jesus is the SOS in any situation we may encounter or experience. He is the source of salvation throughout the nations for every generation, and he is calling for the salvation of souls. And so after that, it just goes from like one devotional of a pawn shop, how talks about Jesus as our redeemer. And it, the messages are very short and sweet and to the point. And then Which it goes I love. To, yeah. And then it goes into um, scripture. Well, this one has scripture, but it goes into the SOS alert for the page. So say when we are crying out, you know, when, when, you know, crying out for someone to redeem us, the SOS that we're actually um, crying out to is of course Christ because um, and he is our redeemer. He is the savior of souls. And then it goes into the prayer of salvation. And then it's got scripture um, that goes up with the prayer of um, salvation and also um, helps with the message prior to that. And then it's got journal pages. That's so great. I see it now. Thank you so much for that description. So people can kind of try to visualize what they can expect from this awesome book. So I would really like to know what, what was the dynamic, like working as husband and wife on this book? <laughs> Were there any, did you guys do it really well and peacefully? <laughs> most, most of the time, um, because I'm not exactly a, uh, uh, an illustrator. I, I have, I have other artistic talents. I, I'm a chef by trade. Um, but obviously I, I try and channel you know, creativity in different ways. And she gives me more credit than I'm due when it comes to drawing. <laughs> I, I try my best, but um, I, I get frustrated sometimes, of course, or I did get frustrated, but we made it through and, yeah. you know, we, um, we focused on the, the task at hand and, and yeah. what direction we were, we were heading towards. So. I love that. I love that so much. What is, what's your hope? in what this devotional can do for others My is that it will bring glory to God, but also lead others closer to Christ. Those who have drifted away, like I did, you know, hoping that it would lead others um, closer to him, bring light um, to darkness or just bring truth. Um, because I mean, there's so many things that happen in this world and, and there's so many things that we go through um, and we need a rescue and we can't do it alone. So my hope is, with this book is to also, of course, um, you know, lead others to Christ, but to remind people that Jesus is that rescue that we're all crying out to, and he will, he hears us and he sees us all. Absolutely. He does. Can you, either one of you share a little bit of a personal story of your rescue, your, your, um, relationship back to Christ? Okay. Good. I, I gotta <laughs> <Okay>. think. <laughs> <laughs> um, really just every day. Like I need him. Like I, I want just to get out of bed, you know, like there's not Me one too. moment <laughs> that I can go without him. Um, but really one that happened recently in the past couple of years, um, was I struggled with an addiction, um, that I was actually, I, I was just, you know, waking up, just craving for, it was with my medication that I was prescribed there. I was just all, that was, that was my idol. I made that my God and I would wake up, you know, just craving it, just 
just waiting for the next dose. And so instead of making God my God, I made medicine my God. And Jesus rescued me from that. And by the grace, by only his grace, um, I'm set free from that medicine. I don't take it anymore. And I wake up craving for him versus, you know, something that was made in a lab. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that's just one of my part of my testimony is just how God rescued me from something that was just putting me in bondage. Um, Absolutely. How about how long did that take for you, Michelle? Um, well, there was like for me to get that free from it. Well, God revealed to like when I drew closer to God, he, he really did draw closer to me as I drew closer to him. And I realized all the things that I was a part of that was, that wasn't, that he did not like that, you know, wasn't of him. And so that's when my, when he convicted me and I ran away, like took my pill bottle and I think he remembers it and flushed him down the toilet. Cause I was like, wow, this is like become an idol. This is an addiction. I've made pills, my God versus Jesus, my Lord. And, um, you change your whole way of thinking Yeah. when you, when you make decisions like that and you want to, you want to make positive changes in your life. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've, I know all about that too. You, you put God at the center and he directs your thoughts. He directs your focus. That doesn't mean that the enemy doesn't come in to try to take hold of you again, but he's always going to try. But the closer that you cling to Christ and the more you spend time in his word and in relationship with him and in prayer with him, and you start that, that's the way you start your day that evolves into the most beautiful place where we can actually have rest here on this earth. And when we realize that Christ is our redeemer and he will, he will never fail us is when we can truly start to live our lives the way God intended. And that's awesome that you've recognized that. And, um, and Drew, I would, if you have anything to add to that, any other personal way that Christ has rescued you, I would love to hear it. I, I struggle with depression. Um, it's still an ongoing battle. Um, but through through Michelle and help, her helping me um, deal with my battles um, and drawing me closer to God and and helping me follow the right direction, um, it's it's become a lot easier. Um, I, we all have our demons that we have to battle and and Michelle's really been that positive person in my life to help you know move me in the right direction so absolutely is there a specific piece of scripture for um both of the things that you struggle that you both have struggled with addiction and depression is there cuz i know so many people including myself who have dealt with both of those things Um, and I, I love to share with people a piece of scripture that they could cling to that might help them with that. Is there a a verse of scripture that either one of you clings to? Um, where's that note? Well, mine is one of mine. And I don't know if this, this can kind of relate to that. Um, and this is, it's Matthew 7, 13 through 14 that talks about, um the narrow the narrow <laughs> I way. think we lost our piece of paper we, oh my goodness we, it's fine 
but it talks about um, the narrow way and how narrow is the gate and how only narrow is the gate that leads to life and only few find it. And that's actually the Bible verse that um, inspired the front, inspired the front. <laughs> so on the front, it's got um, a pathway that leads up to a cross with a rescue buoy on, over it. And then it's got um, a road sign that says few drive. And this got another sign on the, on the other side of the cross saying narrower ahead. So this whole cover page was based on Matthew 7, 13 through 14, talking about the narrow way. That is incredible. Now that I see the illustration, <laughs> wow, that is that is so cool <laughs> that you are able to really describe through art that verse. That is really incredible. Yeah, I that's, love that's that. What we were really trying to do, yeah, not exactly dumb down um, scripture, but you know, sometimes scripture can be kind of difficult to to understand, um, and we wanted to simplify it i guess would be a, a good way to say that and by doing um illustrations you know a lot of people can visualize it more simply absolutely no and that's yeah. so helpful to people i know man uh lindsay 10 years ago would have I, I mean, I, I need this now. I'm definitely going to buy it. I can't wait to get my hands on it. But Lindsay 10 years ago needed that because that's what kept me from reading scripture. I felt like I read it. I'm like, I don't get this. I don't understand it. I don't know what I am reading. As a married couple, how do you serve one another to serve Christ? Like how is your relationship? How do you keep your relationship? That's what, that was the question. How do you keep your marriage Christ-centered? Praying with and for one another. We, we pray with each other every night. We pray before every meal. We just um, encourage each other in Christ. I love that. I love that. Especially through struggles. I mean, I bet the two of you really have a great dynamic of understanding your struggles or struggles you've had in the past and how to lift each other up through Christ. Because even though depression and addiction are two separate issues, you're able to kind of sympathize in the struggle and lift each other up, which I think is, is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you guys been married now? <laughs> couple couple weeks. <laughs> couple weeks. No. <laughs> Almost five years. Yeah, we've, we've been, it'll be five years in June, and Aww. we've been together. Feels like an eternity. Uh, <laughs> 2010, we started dating. 2009, I don't know, like that a decade. So cool. <laughs> I know. I mean, together. I so Drew. I have not seen Michelle for many, many, many years is probably around that time, probably yeah. around the time that you guys met and started dating was probably the last time I saw you, Michelle. <laughs> that is crazy. I know I've been seeing your pictures for a long, long time, but I didn't know it was over a decade. That is wild. That's awesome. You too. And you're just as beautiful and even more so as you were then. <laughs> oh, well, so are you girl. Oh, my goodness. pretty. <laughs> I love it. And I love the hat. You guys, she, it, I, I need to snag your style, Michelle, because you rock it. <laughs> so, so much cooler than me. I'm like 
typical like mom attire every day. But <laughs> well, we're not blessed with children yet, so you know we're not we're not wearing, wearing fanny packs and you got we're a not little- there. <laughs> You got some time to get ready. Hey, live it up, live it up guys, for sure. Kids are such a great blessing, but I am, I am just so happy for you guys, Michelle. This is amazing. Um, Has, have you been led to maybe write another book after this? Um, so I, I just kind of jumped on this. Um, I do have tons of other information, um, stored away, but I just really wanted to get some of it out. So that is, I mean, God willingly, maybe (laughs) if it's in God's will. Yes. Um, it was definitely a big process just, um, to do this one, but I, I say it was worth every, every moment of it. I mean, every second of it, it was worth it. What is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who maybe wants to write a book, but they're just stuck. They think like, no, I can't do that. It's too hard. Or there's what's, what's the first hurdle? Like what you got, what got you over that first hurdle? That's a good question. A lot of prayer, (laughs) a lot of, um, patience, (laughs) um, just knowing that, you know, God gave me, put this in my heart and just knowing that, you know, he would see it through. Um, I would say focus on one part at a time. Yeah, exactly. Prioritize. Yeah, that's good. One thing at a time. Hmm? I love that. Well, guys, I so appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to be on the show and share this awesome devotional. We said it towards the beginning of the episode, but you can get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or really just Google SOS Living Life Directed by God devotional prayer journal, and you should find it. It's by Michelle Williams, but Drew Williams was a huge part of it too. Let's just (laughs) give you credit where credit is due. (laughs) Thank you so much for having us, Lindsay. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Failing Awesomely podcast. If you enjoyed the show, it would mean so much to me if you would leave me a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would love to connect, like I said earlier in the show, on Instagram. I'd love to answer any questions you might have, whether it's about sobriety, health, Jesus, whatever. I am an open book, y'all. You can find me at Lindsay H. Garcia or at Failing Awesomely. And if you screenshot and share the episode, make sure to tag me so I can repost and thank you, sweet friend. Be well today. Be awesome.